0: Utah State coach Gary Anderson joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Gary, good morning. Good morning, guys. So I am curious watching that game. There's obviously a bunch of stuff that went wrong that you didn't like. A couple of things that jumped out at us. Uh, five, or at least jumped out at me, the five turnovers, uh, but also some really poor tackling. Is there one thing that bothered you the most in that game? Maybe it was something other than
1: those things. Yeah, those are a couple of things things. You go back and look at the film and I uh, um, just like I expressed after the game, uh, that's, those, are, those are glaring factors um, that are, are a huge problem. Um, we had opportunities and in the red zone and turned it over. We had opportunities to make some plays. Was while they were approaching the red zone um, and didn't make those plays, which allowed to some scores. And that you know that's what happens in football. I mean that's football in general. You uh, one team makes plays, the other team didn't. So you know, and the other thing that I would say that uh, you know we have to look at ourselves right square in the face and understand that uh, you know the, the physical battle wasn't was not won by us, and and we can't make any excuse for that in any way, shape, or form. There is no. You know, there is no youth card. There is no this card. There is no that card. It's uh, we uh, we got out physical, um, and uh, so that's where we are. We have to understand that, and everybody that's in this program needs to look at that because that 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 cannot be and it won't be the staple of who we are. And so we'll address it, and we'll do our best to fix it. And we got four opportunities to fix it, guaranteed. So we're going to battle through that and go. But uh, we need to get we need to get more physical. We need to get obviously in in those in those spots uh, on the line of scrimmages. Uh, At the skill positions, on special teams, we need to become a more physical football team.
2: There's so many ebbs and flows in a season it's sort of funny, not in a ha-ha way because you look at Kalani Sataki a few weeks back and he was in a similar position that you're in now in terms of having some uh, devastating losses and so mm-hmm. he changes things and makes some reassignments and reevaluates and so forth and now all of a sudden the sun is just bright, shining brighter than ever as it has been all season and so you find yourself in his spot. He did what he did in terms of making some coaching assignment changes. What's going to be your Method that you do to make sure that the team with these four games, as you say, gets back
1: to where you know it can be. Well, we're going to we're going to stay the course. Um, You know, I don't think there's a a bunch of panic buttons to push as far as that goes at this point with. uh, with the staff in any way and we'll continue to always you know you're always getting evaluated you're getting evaluated every single day is, is wherever you're at when you're in a competitive environment and you have three hours and some change as a coach for your position group to go out there and perform and uh, for the team to go out there and perform uh, but uh, you know there is there, there is no panic I think education is what I'm going to do I'm going to educate uh, the coaches I'm going to educate the kids on, on what I see and like I always tell you guys and I tell the team we're, we're not going to hide from our deficiencies we're not a bunch of little babies who have to be coddled and you know put to bed and, and uh, roll up in a nice little blankie and tell them everything's okay. That's, that's If you want to do that, then that's that's not going to be who we are. So uh, we'll address it. We'll be, uh, we'll be aggressive with it. But to understand the to – and, and I'm sure a lot of people may sit there and say, oh, my goodness, so you are going to tell them they're not physical? Well, that, that's too bad. I mean, if they, don't, they don't like to hear that they're not physical enough. Then get more in the weight room, get stronger, get bigger, get faster, do the things you've got to be able to get done to be able to do that. But that doesn't happen right now overnight, and we can be more physical than we were in that last game so that those are things i'm going to address and, and i'm going to be positive with these kids because i love them i love this crew i think that they can do a lot of great things but uh i told them at the beginning i'm going to hold them and myself accountable to a high level so we'll again we'll discuss we'll educate uh we'll hug them up let them know we love them and uh but that means we push them with some tough love sometimes
0: so 18 turnovers now, this has been a season-long issue. That's a, tied for 114th in the country out of 130 teams. What do you do to cut down – it's more interceptions and fumbles, but you've lost a half-dozen fumbles too. Uh, mm. wh- what do you do to change the turnovers? Because those are big plays, and they change games fast if you stop making them.
1: There's no doubt. And so many of those have come within the red zone, right? Um, and there's, there's a, a handful that have been – directly related to points as far as whether it's on offense or whether on defense the positioning of the field and a lot of those turnovers has been key which is another spot to address when it comes to turnovers so um, you know we need to we need to work it we need to coach him better um there's opportunities to get the ball out you know the the fumble it 's easy to say gee bright fumbled it well that 's a missed assignment and we've got a free hitter right at the right at the place of contact where the ball's basically being delivered and um so that's uh yeah that's that's going to go down to his his fumble, but at the end of the day it should go down to the guy that made the missed assignment um, that did, made the wrong blocking scheme in that situation so a lot of things go into turnovers it's not just the guy that uh you know is either pulling the trigger the last the last uh you know, the last pick that's down there that BYU does a great job of picking the ball and runs it back there at the end of the game. You know, it's, uh, it's hard to actually not throw a bad ball when somebody hits you right in the back of the neck coming off the edge. So um, those are tough things to, to deal with. So there's an accountability factor from coaches from everybody that's involved to continually make that work and the turnovers is not good it's not where we want to be but again it's just to me it's overall it's understanding if you don't like to hear the hard stuff that comes your way at this point where we are then you know we're just uh we're a house of cards we're a bunch of pretenders so we'll we'll talk about it we'll, we'll address it and it won't just be we had five turnovers we'll talk about why those turnovers happened and uh you know may the strong survive whether they're coaches or players
2: Yeah, in terms of the strong survival, that involves injuries too because obviously you suffered a major blow at linebacker, but the games still count, and they'll have an official record at the end of the season. But nevertheless, how do you overcome the loss of Woodward, who obviously was arguably, if not maybe definitely, your best defensive player?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's special, and you know I, I this happened a long time ago, back in the Wake Forest game. But you know, Fua, we lost as a defensive tackle, and I don't, I just I don't say that as an excuse. I say that to respect to Fua that he was a great player on that defensive line for us, and um, was you know potentially an All Conference player. And now we lose, I don't know, one of the best linebackers in the country for sure, and one or two in the tackles all year long. So you're right. I mean, the game does go on. Um, it absolutely stinks for both of those kids. It's a tough deal for them to deal with, and it's tough for this football team to be to deal with uh, but there's two freshmen now that have an opportunity and uh, you know Elijah and AJ need to step up and go and they didn't play good enough last game I don't care if they their freshman is their first start and um, that's that's. I'm not pointing their finger at them I'm pointing the finger at me I gotta help them better I'm putting the finger at Justin Justin's gotta help them play better and the kid will play better and the rest of the defense needs to pick it up to help them play better in those situations so um, there's a lot of stress in that situation that's a tough place to come in and middle linebacker when you've had limited snaps and you're a freshman and yeah, again. It's uh, You got to look at yourself and say, hey, how are we going to make to get this thing better? And those kids will accept, accept that responsibility. But, uh, you know, we're, gonna, we're not going to hide again from our deficiencies. And I love those two kids. They will fight and they'll battle and they'll study. Uh, and we just got to make sure we're helping to get where we need to be. But it, it stinks for Woody. Uh, tough, tough, tough situation for him to deal with. And, uh, you know, he was looking for greatness again this year, and he was well on his way, but uh, that didn't take place. So the key for Woody right now is for us as coaches is, is to support him off the field and just make sure he's okay um, as he goes forward, and he's still a big part of this football team. Gary
0: Anderson, Aggie coach, join us here after the loss to BYU. That's uh, three out of four. Do you look at those in the kind of the groups of four? Because you won three of your first four and what has changed what looks different right now
1: <laughs> that's that's a that's a great question um you know you look back and you study the films and you look at yourself as a as as a coach position coach as, as a crew um, i think we played some some good teams um there's no doubt about that and we just need to make sure again we're striving to be a team i think that's the thing that's going to take us to the next spot we found a way in the games that we've won in the league games we're sitting 3 and 1 you know one side may have played better, one of this or whatever it may have been, but it was a it was a team structurally, you looked and you sat back after the game and said man that was that was a grinder that was a tough game, but uh you know we won as a football team, and offense defense, and special teams all contributed, and again, somebody may have had the upper edge a little bit at one position group or what have you, but the point is is it was it was a team and that's that's what we need to look at in this next four games. We need to grind away to you know look at it be a team um." it's glaring the number of plays that this defense has played um it was better this last game with the offense having some success you know but we're uh we're running to be exact we're running 83.9 plays a game um on defense which is 130th in the country um that's not a recipe for winning football games maybe it is if you're scoring 50 points a game um i will give you a chance to be able to win, but that, that's not team football, right? So we have to look at that and structurally study where we are, and there's so many of those things that we do, and I make sure I try to help them as, as a head coach to understand the, the staff understand and, and the kids understand where they're at. So um, it's not panic again. It's going to be a team effort. We're going to work on all the things that uh, are going to allow us to get us in a position to play better. And I think it's all this time of year. I think it's very important to make sure that we're smart with the kids. Um, You can't all of a sudden say, hey, we need 25 more minutes of practice. That's not the answer. The answer is to make sure you structurally use your time very well that you have the kids.
2: So this week's opponent, Fresno State, it's almost like you guys are mirror images of each other. You have uh, a one game better in the conference. But there's been some good moments, there's been some bad moments. So with that in mind, from my perspective, I'm looking forward to this game because I see teams that are desperate to make sure that they have a good season because this season could go either way for both of you guys. And you're going to see that, that way, expect to maybe a, a team that's uh, with four games left, both of you, to really need to find a way to finish strong.
1: Yeah, uh, I would I would agree with that. I think that's that's very very true. And you know, you kind of see uh, they were a championship team a year ago, and you see how many people that they lost, and they're battling to get that back and get those guys in a position replacing some tremendous tremendous players, and um, especially on that defense. But those kids are battling to get better every single day. And I think that's the you know, flip side on you know on offense, um, you lose a lot of players, and you're battling to get those guys back where they need to be. So uh, that's football. It's, there's there's ups. And downs and there's flows as far as uh, the guys that you have and the experiences that uh, experience that you have. But you know they've they've battled. They won some games. They got a quarterback who's a tough, competitive guy. Uh, Can make things happen with his feet, which was obviously a problem for us last last uh, this last game. And so we're going to have to answer to that and get a kid on the ground. Um, they, got, they got a bunch of speed. it's Fresno. they got guys that are fast and they do a nice job of recruiting, and Tedford's a really good coach. So we'll have our work cut out for us. Um, we're going to their place, and, but I agree it's two teams are kind of sitting in the same spot, if you will, that to still have some opportunities in front of them. and you know it, uh, it, it, it's great to be in the spot with the last four weeks to see you know what, what, what your team's going to be made of because that's going to be the makeup for the seniors, and that's how they're going to be remembered forever. So. So. So it's going to be interesting to see how they come back and fight when they get put in these spots.
0: So looking at Fresno scores, these guys play really high-scoring games, 41-38, 41-31, 38-35. What makes their offense hard to start, hard to stop? Let's start with that.
1: Well, I think Coach Tedford does a great job of using his personnel. I don't think that. I know that. Um, He's got an answer. Or if you 're doing one thing he's going to move to another, so in other words, if you 're pressuring him he's going to do some things to be able to beat the pressure and there's a little bit of a chess match that goes back and forth there because he's obviously extremely experienced in what he does um, and then he has talented players you know they have they have game breakers on the offensive side of the ball that, uh, that can go the distance and they 've been able to do that and uh, situations that quite, quite frankly, score a lot of points uh, throughout the year, and as you look at their scores, they uh, they get that done regardless of where they're going. So you know, it's uh, a good football team with some talent, and you know it's not going to be a it's not going to be a 10 to 7 football game. So it won't be that. <laughs>
0: He's Gary Anderson. He is the head coach at Utah State at Fresno State, CBS Sports Network, Saturday night at 5, and you hear it right here on The Zone with Scotty G on the call. Gary, thanks for a few minutes. We'll talk to you.
1: Appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. Go Aggies.
0: Gary Anderson, after a disheartening loss, two in a row and three out of four.